Welcome to the Investor Coaching Show, a podcast to help you get an insider's view of the financial world and escape common investment traps. We look at the financial news of the day and help you make sense of it so you can relax about money. And here's your host, Paul Winkler. All right. This is the Investor Coaching Show. Paul Winkler talking about the world of money and investing. And I am here today for this hour with Dr. Tim Myatt, Professor of IT and Management at Treveca. And he's the chair of the Department of Computer and Information Sciences over there. And we're talking about specifically AI, artificial intelligence, the thing that is going to destroy the world next, right? No. <laughs> uh, that would be what the hype is out there when people are talking about things that they're fearing and worrying about how it's going to... I was asked about this. I remember doing a speech. I was in Austin, Texas. This is years ago. And that was one of the things that this young lady brought up. She was worried about how this was going to affect her going forward. But, you know, there are also benefits to AI and how it can affect human advancement and flourishing. And so lay it on us. What are some of the things that we ought to look at this and go, this is pretty cool. This is actually something that we should look forward to instead of fearing so much. Yeah, I think the real positives are that if, if we understand what human weakness, the weaknesses that we have, um, and if we can keep the guardrails on AI mm -hmm. to develop in that way to assist us, Mm -hmm. uh, with uh, with the things that we're weak with. So, for example, language translation. Yes. Wouldn't that be just amazing? Uh, here's a couple so we're going to have the Tower of Babel, and we're going to yeah. reverse it, right? Yeah, we're going to reverse it. <laughs> uh, smart cities, right? When, whenever I hear Nashvillians talk about traffic congestion, um, in the back of my head I go, the reason we have traffic congestion is because humans are driving. This is why. And so we could use some, but I, I got to chime in on this one. <laughs> I got to chime on this one because somebody was telling me that they have all of that stuff on I-24 going out to Murfreesboro. And ever since they put that stuff there where they can change the speed limits, mm -hmm. it's actually gotten worse. Yeah, that's... We, got some we got some ways to go on making oh, yeah. that better, yeah, don't yeah. we? Yeah. So, the, so the whole idea of smart cities, I think, is, is, uh, is fascinating. I, no, I think that is fascinating. But, you know, well, and I, I, can't, I kiddingly say that. But I am really big on using my my computer or my phone computer. What's the difference uh, when I'm driving and saying what is going to be the quickest way to right. get from A to B? And it is pretty doggone good at yes. helping me avoid. Yes. So, so that's kind of what you're talking about, isn't yeah, it? Yes. Yes. And of course, when we have fully autonomous vehicles, um, then it'll even get better. Yeah, this is this is this is my hot button because what I'm thinking about is that new flying car that just got FAA approval. Yes, yes. that to me is exciting. Nick, where you been, man? He's like looking like deer in the headlights right now. I got a dog and I've been really distracted. You didn't hear me say that. Oh no, that's true. You have not. We haven't been doing the show live in this studio in, in the for the weeks, past no. few weeks. Yeah, yeah. FAA approval, dude. Crazy. FAA approval. Yes, they have got this thing now, and it literally it doesn't drive any more than like 30, 35 miles per hour. I think it is something like that. But who on earth is going to drive when you know you can fly? It has the ability to just vertical takeoff, and FAA approved this thing, and it's coming. 
And these things are going to be able to talk to each other, and we're going to be flying over the interstates. We are not going to be driving quite as long as what we think in the future. It's coming, and it's coming quick. So our transportation moves from two-dimensional to three-dimensional. Two-dimensional, three-dimensional. Now help me out with that. What do you mean? Yeah, so, so if you're driving on the Earth... Okay. You're, you're on two dimensions. Oh, two minutes. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Three but, dimensions. Okay, but, but you're, you're able now to fly. We, now we're adding now, height to the yeah, deal. Okay. We're adding another dimension. I'm, I'm with you. Trip. Okay, yeah. now I'm cool. No, that's yeah. good. All right. So, uh, healthcare, huge yes. possibilities in healthcare. Simple example, we've been talking about pattern matching. Uh huh. Um, AI will do as good or better than a seasoned radiologist at recognizing cancer on a, uh, you know, on a uh, film. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so um, diagnosing, so, right? Um, education, customer service. Here's you know, I, I know we all hate uh, you know to call customer service, and we get a machine. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But but put a helmet on. It's coming. It's coming. Now, so I've got a commercial. Now I've just written it. I don't think it's even played on the station yet. And this is funny because what we did is we have this commercial about what. When you call these big mutual fund companies, the huge mutual fund companies, and typically you get you know a minimum wage or a low wage person on the other end, and they don't really know a whole lot, and and we've just run into so many times where people have just give bad information. But the thing is, is waiting online forever. Yeah. So what we did in writing the commercial. We actually used AI to do the voice of the person answering the phone yeah. at the big fun company. So you said that. It just it yeah, made me yeah. laugh. That's coming. That's coming. But you, do you think that's going to be better? Uh, yes, I do. In, in, in some scenarios, right? So um, if, if you have a customer service problem that is well-defined, okay, then let AI solve your problem. See, my you. problems are usually problems that nobody can figure right. out. Yeah. And, and that's typically right. what happens with right. me. So I'd probably be, sh- I'd be out of luck. That, that, there has to be a way, I think, there has to be a way to get off the ramp, so to right. speak, right. Um, uh, and get to, get to somebody. Uh, but as it improves, um, it'll be able to answer almost I can imagine. all of our yeah, questions. I can imagine. All, all kidding aside, I can imagine yeah. that that's got to get better. Yeah. Manufacturing, uh, you know, we've been using robotics, you know, for, for a long time. Uh, so, and that's just going to get right. better. Manufacturing, the whole supply chain, and all. So, how is it going to? How is this going to be in manufacturing, though? Because a lot of people are worried about work, you losing their jobs. In and and folks, if you're sitting here going, I want you to talk about the positives because the negatives can get us down. We're going to get to the positives here. Yeah. So, what are the positives of AI getting in there? Yeah. So, so computers do really well at repetitive and rote tasks. Uh, they do them with accuracy, mm-hmm. um, and so I, I really think that's where computers are going to continue to make inroads into manufacturing and other and other jobs. Uh, but but we still live in a knowledge society, mm-hmm. um, and as AI advances, it will begin to encroach in that knowledge space. Um, but the real question is, how far will it encroach? And so I think that's really up for up for debate. Well, and that's was, where I come in at. I'm sorry, Paul. Yo, yeah, no, go ahead, man. Uh, you know, that's Leviticus. the part. So how far for will me, you, are you concerned that it'll, it'll go too far? For me, for AI, do not give it feelings. Do not give it a brain to think. Only what you created it for it yeah. to think. 
And that's the questionable thing is whether that's even possible whatsoever. It can be. But, but you know, you, you talk about the, the positives. It was uh, Goldman Sachs, I think it was, came out with a prognostication that it was going to increase productivity like 7%. And I think that's a small number. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, doubt their their numbers or their math on that. But I think that's a small number. The, over ten years, it's going to increase productivity by that level. And that's great too. But who's created it? A human. A human well, yes. has feelings. One of those humans can be like, "Oh, I feel bad that the machine went down," and then create something that's will give that machine a feeling. They don't need to have feelings or anything like that. I don't know. It might be Any thoughts 10 about years that? from now Any or 20 about years from now, right there? 30 years from now. It might not be when I'm alive. Well, what do you but think But moving that? forward, you cannot give a machine a heart, a brain, only for what it is to design. So th- thoughts about those concerns. Are those concerns that people have? They, they, they are. There, there are concerns. Um, and that's really a concern about AI advancing into that fourth category, into sentience. Right, uh-huh. into consciousness. Right. Uh, I personally don't believe that will ever happen. It's got to be fake, though. I mean, you know, yeah. just the reality. Uh, no, it's got to be it fake. it can be real. Yeah, but... The, we had the Einsteins uh, of the world. We had... I don't... No, no. I, I, hang on, man. Well, I'm not going to run down okay. that path. Well, I look at that... I'm going to invest in it then. <laughs> well, so, so, you know, I'm going to look at it. I'm just going to look at it and go, you know, it's going to increase productivity. And uh, I, I am an optimist. I think that so often we have concerned ourselves that new technology was going to destroy us. But I love the example that he gave talking about how they're going to use it in the educational process. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was brilliant. I, I think that and what would be the benefit of it having feelings anyway? I don't know that I would even see the benefit. I think things are invented when they have benefits and, and there's a need for it. But I don't know that there would be any need for well, that. Well, Paul, so, about not... a month ago, you just ran down the jobs that it's going to be taking. You said therapists, psychiatrists. How a robot can tell me what I can. No, I can't see they, that. They can't. They can't. I can't see it happen. I can't see it happen. I, I read something the other day where. Um, where AI is, has has become pretty successful at recognizing uh, someone who is entering the stages of Alzheimer's mm-hmm. simply by the way that they talk. Mm, that's interesting. Uh, and the, the the words they use and the 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 way that they formulate their sentences. Um, that's so that's an interesting you know positive. There is is that something that you could recognize. Uh, recognize and start to treat early and treat it earlier yes okay yeah that that makes some sense right yeah. there so what um oh, let's see uh, yeah let's let's do this let's take a quick break yeah. and then come back right after this because i want to enter some more territory there this is really interesting as to how ai artificial intelligence you know how it deals with human advancement flourishing we talked a little bit about there are some drawbacks there's some dangers of generative ai and then i want to get into some advice that you'd have as we enter this new evolutionary phase of computer technology what we're going to be dealing with going forward so let's do this you're listening to the investor coaching show paul winkler along with dr tim myatt over at treveca we'll be back right after this stay tuned 
Hey guys, if you want specific advice for your unique situation, schedule a free 15-minute phone chat with one of our trusted advisors by going to paulwinkler.com forward slash call. We don't sell any products and our advisors don't make any commissions, so this isn't a sales call. We have a coaching process that helps you understand investing and relax about money. Don't put blind trust in anyone with your financial assets. We want to partner with you in the process so you know what you're doing and why. We manage assets on a fee-only basis, which means that when you do well, we do well, which aligns our interests with yours from the start. We also bring you into the financial planning process that gives you a clear plan so you can find the freedom to pursue your purpose. All our advisors are degreed planners too, with years of experience. So schedule a free 15-minute phone call with an advisor by going to paulwinkler.com forward slash call. All right. We are back here on the Investor Coaching Show. I am Paul Winkler. He is Dr. Tim Myatt from Treveca University, professor of IT and management over there and the chair of the Department of Computer and Information Sciences. And we're talking about specifically AI. So something I saw this week, client calls up, talks to one of my people and tells this story. And it was of a grandmother that gets a call and hears her grandson's voice. I mean, it was grand, grandmother gets this call and this is, if you don't pay, grandma, they've got me. I've gotten into something I shouldn't have gotten into and they've got me. And if they don't, if, if I don't get so many thousands of dollars into, and, and if you try to call the police right now, they, and it's not even the grandson's voice. It is AI doing the grandson's voice. Certainly. And, and using this to scare the living daylights out of the grandmother into paying money to somebody thinking that her grandson is truly in danger. That'd be one example of a negative that I see right here. And, uh, you know, that, but that to me, I'm, I'm sure that that's one of many possible dangers. What are some of the other things that we might have out there that we need to be concerned with? One of the real challenges is that people um, can't help but assume that if they hear or see something that they believe is intelligent, uh, that somehow uh, that device or that AI actually understands what it said or or told you, right? That there's something that that somehow yeah. they understand that, um, but that's not true. That that couldn't be farther from the truth. What one one person I read said that these generative AI like ChatGPT are stochastic parrots. All they're doing is creating text based on a probability distribution, mm -hmm. right? So I've, I've processed the input, now I'm going to create text based on what statistically um, would, be, uh, would be good output. Mm -hmm. um, and so we, we shouldn't assume that the, that the computer that's generating this is actually understanding what... And, and this is one of the problems, because uh, ChatGPT and other generative AI products... Um, Often, when you when you get the output from them, it can be nonsense. <laughs> okay, but just based on the models, the statistical models, the because it's programmed by a person, and maybe that person didn't necessarily do a good job, or is it just the the? Yeah. So so here's a simple example. Okay. If if, if I were to ask Chat GPT a question like, um, please 
please argue for me that elephants would make a good president of the United States. <laughs> okay. Right? And you would get a response. Um, and there would be there would be an attempt to to make uh, a reasonable response, make a reasonable uh, prediction, or or based on for what, an absurd question, for what I know about elephants and right. what I know about presidents. Well, see, that's it's, it's nonsense. Okay, right. Um, and so so there's that. Uh, sometimes there's counterfactual nonsense. Sometimes there's just things that just simply aren't true. Uh, and so there's this real danger that. Um, well, it sounds like it could be true, so then it must be true. You know, it's funny you say that. There was something that actually showed up. It was one of those memes this morning. And somebody said something, and it was about black ants versus red ants. And you put them in a jar together. That's what's going on and going around. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. This is what's going around. You know, you put them together, and if you put them together, they don't do anything to each other. But if you shake the jar, they will attack each other and they will kill each other. So, you know, I, I'm reading and going, you know, this is Paul. And I, taught, I was telling my son, I said, I said, buddy, this is the way I, I view life. I said, I want you, when you see something like this, to go investigate it. Mm -hmm. And I found an ant expert <laughs> that basically said, this is pretty much, I haven't actually done the research for myself because of, you know, ethical reasons. It's just, it's a little bit weird. But he says, what I know about ants, and he, t he gave a lot of factual information with data, with statistics, mm -hmm. is highly unlikely to be true that this would be the case. Right. And yet that's what people do is they put this stuff out there. And he says, the only reason I might want to do a, a study on it is to just, you know, just make fun of somebody that is putting out a meme like mm -hmm. this. And I thought, yeah, that is so true. We, and, but it sounds like it makes some sense. Mm -hmm. It sounds like, yeah, they might do that because the black ant and the red ant are different from each other. And they might be different enough from each other that they would attack each other because they're different. So I, I can see where that would be yeah, the case. Yeah. So r remind me, Paul, in one of your books, I think the subtitle is something about blind trust. <laughs> is it? Why blind trust is a bad idea. It's a bad idea. Yeah. So <laughs> Thank this you. Is, yes. This, this is the same kind of concept, right? Uh, just And so even if when you think about investing, uh, you know, we need to be careful that just because you get an article uh -huh. or whatever – that it could be generated by AI and it be factually, it may sound great, uh, but be factually well, yeah, inaccurate. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and you give an example, you know, of investing. Well, you know, the economy is going to get better, and therefore the stock market should go up. Well, that sounds really good. Oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. The stock market's going to go up because the economy is going to be better next year. And what people don't recognize is that stock market has already digested that information, and the stock market goes up before the economy goes up. Mm -hmm. It's a leading economic indicator. So that'd be a perfect example yeah. of misreading the tea leaves there. So if, if someone wants to kind of get an idea of where this may take us as a society, mm -hmm. all you have to do is watch what happens in the 2024 presidential election mm. because um, I believe that AI will generate deep fakes at a level oh. that we have never seen before. It'll be fake text. It'll be fake audio. It'll be fake video. That is dangerous. Um, and so it may, maybe I'll be wrong, but I'll be watching closely and yeah. uh, uh, but to see what happens because see, there's, there's political motivation. Oh, sure. 
um, and financial big motivation. Big economic. Yeah. Big economic uh, it, motivation, it, sure. It, it's all about power, right? And so if being able to use these tools, uh, you've heard of targeted advertising, mm -hmm. right? Oh, well, yeah. Well, why not use AI to target a message, mm -hmm. a political message to you that is unique to you mm -hmm. uh, based on your social media or whatever? Um, right. And so, yeah. We're so as a, as a society, looks like we're probably going to have to get a lot more cynical as time goes on and doubt more of what we see. As a matter of fact, I actually have a friend of mine, that's her area of expertise, mm -hmm. is media trauma. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what we, she talks an awful lot about, and, and we're going to have to go there. So what is the, what are the advice going into the new evolutionary phase of computer technology in your mind? You know, it's 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 similar to other advancements that we've had, and it's just simple advice. First, not everything that glitters is gold. Mm -hmm. um, be prudent, but don't be paranoid. Be prudent, but don't be paranoid. Isn't it hard not to be paranoid yes. sometimes, though, when you look at what's going on there? But you seem to be optimistic about that we are going to get through this as well. What what gives you where Where does your optimism come from that we're going to weather this? Okay. Uh, you know, that's a really good question. I I, I think it comes from my Christian background. I, I was going to say, I think faith. Yeah, I, th I think um, faith, I th think you know. To, to me, I, I would guess that that would be yeah. your answer. Yeah. Uh, you know, for, for me, from a, in my Christian faith, uh, the last words that Jesus uttered was, mm -hmm. I will be with you even to the end of the age. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's really good because, um, you know, and I have looked at, at, you know, even the book of Revelation and I look at what's happening at the very, very, very end in the book and people are trading, they're doing things, you know, it's like the days of Noah where, you know, everybody's doing their business, they're having kids, they're getting married, they're nothing different happening. This has been a fantastic conversation. Dr. Tim Myatt, Professor of IT and Management at Trevecca, thank you so much for coming on. This has been a blast. Thanks, Paul. I enjoyed it. All right. Hey, this is Paul Winkler. Hope you enjoyed today's edition of the Investor Coaching Show. If you want to learn more about what we do, go to our website, paulwinkler.com. You can watch some of the videos there, and if you're not already a client, you can set up a free initial consultation. Until next time, I'm Paul Winkler, reminding you that I believe that more educated investors are more confident investors, and confident investors are more successful investors. Have a great one. Advisory services offered through Paul Winkler, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The opinions voiced and information provided in this material are for general informational purposes only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what investments are appropriate for you, please consult with a financial advisor. Paul Winkler, Inc. does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult your tax or legal advisor regarding your particular situation.